good like titty shaking music. Yeah. You're just doing like a shimmy. A shimmy. 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 Another week where Owen is not here hating our intro. I know. I don't know it why. It doesn't I- feel the same without him. He's like a missing, he's the missing piece of our puzzle. He's the missing piece of our puzzle. Hi, Owen. I love you. I miss you. Um, so what's been going on? How's life? Life is grand. You still grilling a bunch? Still grilling a bunch. Grilling, chilling, <laughs> thoughting and plotting, <laughs> doing all the things, you know, living, living my life. Um... Yeah, I I am a, a a big fan of the outdoor cooking movement. Power to the grill people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have an ally in me. If ever there is a cause, if ever there is some kind of some bit of uh, regulation that we as a people are oppressed by, I am your ally. I will march with you. If ever the the, uh, the outdoor cooking goes to, to you know shit. if we're ever if there's ever a law passed where we're no longer allowed to practice our I mean let's call it what it is a fucking religion we're gonna march in the streets all the grillers grillers unite gu gu grillers unite <laughs> we're gonna make t-shirts and we're gonna storm the capital no we're not <laughs> we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Back, we're not. Nope, just kidding. I did not say that. Please do not put me on a no-fly list or some kind of FBI watch list. I Feels don't need like that kind of surveillance in my life. <laughs> I take back what I said. I apologize. I am going nowhere near the Capitol. <laughs> I love America. And that's all I have to say. Shake and bake. Okay, what's going on with you? I'm going to... And just my throat, my throat a commercial. (laughs) Pass the torch. And by throat a commercial, I mean Kate. You take it. You take it away. Um, I'm going to Florida. That's right. The Sunshine State. Yep. Um, Maybe I'll meet some honey boo boo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, we're going to Florida. It's gonna be great. See some family. We're gonna see friends. So we're splitting the time between the two. Oh, nice. Um, So it'll be good. Uh, I think you know. Low expectations for vacations with children. It's like just parenting in a different zip code. Is the yeah, way yeah, yeah. We talked see it about for this. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, this will be obviously our first flight as a family of five. Owen's first plane ride. Owen's first plane Aww. ride. Um, God bless. So yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know why every time someone mentions the state of Florida, and this is how fucked up my mind is, right? This is literally what I think. You think of. of people eating each other's faces off? Nope. Okay. I think of the U.S. being invaded. <laughs> and I Via think, Florida? So I think to myself, I'm like, look, if I was China or Russia or some other enemy entity out there, and I wanted to physically invade America, where would I go? Like, what would be my entry point? And I, you know what, I'm, I, I run through all the possible options in my head. I'm a big... <laughs> enthusiast i'm a big uh an enthusiasm for invasion nope <laughs> i really enjoy like military history yes, 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 I know, I know. so i like run through all the options and i'm just like listen where would i go and it leads me to the conclusion that america literally could not be invaded right so i th- like via 
land like not like typical invasions happen like not like putin did ukraine you know what i mean like yeah, it right, couldn't right. be like that yeah it wouldn't go down like that so this is what i come to the conclusion of right it's like okay you go to california it's like listen california aside from the u.s military california has like the largest number one huge police forces all up and down that coast san francisco la san diego massive police forces second of all they have um like just their their geography doesn't bode well for like an on land invasion i'm like okay let's go to the east coast because you're not coming through fucking texas right you have to go through mexico and listen anybody who tries to get through fucking texas your arm you will get obliterated before you even reach the the u.s border those texans because of Mexico, they have. You think like we surveil our southern border, like the U.S., like the federal government. The state of Texas has so many more drones and anti-immigrant uh, things going on down there. I'm like, they would see the Taliban or Russia or whoever the fuck coming up Guadalajara before we even knew what was what. Okay, so they would have that shit covered. And then I'm like, you would get to Florida, and I'm like. No, it would not have like there is zero percent like people in Florida are so feral like they are feral people. You are born in the state of Florida. You are just like aside from like West Palm Beach, we'll take them out. We'll hold them in like Georgia or something and we'll let the rest of Florida go to work. Right. You have Cubans who literally pitched an ironing board to their back and floated from communist Cuba to Miami, okay? They're like, hell no, y'all ain't coming in here. And then you have like Orlando. And they're like, bitch, I have more guns than your entire military combined. <laughs> so this is not happening. Not in Florida, absolutely not. Then you go up the coast and it's like same thing, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Then you get to the Chesapeake area and it's like, you don't want any part of that, just geologically speaking. You get up Boston, New York, Listen, you get to New York, right? So New York would be, in my opinion, the most, like, obvious target for someone trying to invade. But then you're like, you have to get around Europe and come over. But whatever. Let's say it's New York. You're talking about Russians invading? I'm talking about whoever the fuck. I don't know. It could be Canada. We don't know what those motherfuckers do up there. It could be anybody, okay? England, they want it again. We'll give it to well, them you said again. They had to get around Europe. Well, I'm saying, like, anybody <laughs> needs to come over the Atlantic or, okay. like, sail down or whatever. They're sailing now. They're sailing. They have boats, okay? So I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, listen. They're trailing below wind speed. So. I mean, you, you know, a sailboat can get the job done. That's how we... that The Mayflower was a fucking sailboat. I know. So look, look what happened there. It crashed or something. The Mayflower? It brought the pilgrims. It brought the pilgrims. It crashed into Plymouth Rock. And now they buckle their hats and their shoes. And they're the toughest people that ever lived. Okay? <laughs> I'm saying, listen, if you want to invade New York. So yeah. and then I run through the scenarios. I'm like, okay, listen. So the NYPD, not only are they outfitted, they have 30,000 officers. In a city of 9 million people, they have 30,000 officers. Beyond that, they have anti-terrorist, like, tactical forces. They have high-powered, like, m like, automatic weapons. They have all of these, like, weapons of war, right? That's 30,000 dudes that are fucking down for the cause. And then, let's say in a city of 9 million people, there's conservatively 500,000 gun owners. And let's say 10% of those 
are willing to step up and defend the city from whatever invaders they are facing. So that's 80,000 dudes, right? Before the military gets there. That's before the military gets there. So then I'm like, there's 80,000 people there to defend New York City and really kind of the eastern seaboard in general. So you in, in any kind of military engagement, you need at least like a three to run ratio to overcome <laughs> the, the combatant force, right? So if we're invading, we need a three to one advantage. So in this, in 80,000, like 80,000 people defending New York City, they need to pull up to 240,000 dudes, okay? On the Mayflower. Before the military even gets there. And then, you know, you talk like, it's all islands and that poses a lot of difficult I'm like you know what Gina the US literally cannot be invaded and Russia China whoever don't take that as as an advantage but when I think of Florida I think of like this big X on the map of where we're going to be invaded from but then I get to New York City and I'm like that's their best option and then I run through all of those options and I'm like it still can't happen do you know what I mean like Florida has gators and shit and I'm sure Floridians, like, what would happen if you gave a Florida man a lab coat and a bottomless defense budget? You would get the scariest thing to fly since the Cretaceous. That whatever he figured out would be firing Red Bull cans at seventy thousand units a minute, and it would just I, I, listen. What I'm saying is that I look, I say, I think of Florida, and I'm like. Just no. No, Russia, don't do it. And I'm sorry. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> I swear to God. That's this amazing. This is the shit that I think of. At 3 a.m. Like, at any time. My brain, I, my brain is just on crack at all times. Do you ever think about that? Like sometimes I look at my husband and I'm like, oh, hey, Rye. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Me neither. <laughs> it was amazing. I, it was really quite a journey. Literally, we, we took, I just go around the U.S. and I'm like, where could they come in? Where could they come in? Where could they come in? Nowhere. The answer is nowhere. What about like Michigan? Would they have to come through Canada? And by that time, we, we, we also cover, like our Air Force yeah. covers Canadian skies. Like we are their Air Force, just so everyone's fucking aware. If anything comes into their airspace, like, yo, America, can you handle this shit? Yeah, Sure. But I want a formal apology for the War of 1812. And I want some Tim Hortons down here. Oh, Tim Hortons. Well, there's Tim Hortons. That's the Buffalo. compromise. If we're going to keep patrolling your shit, I want, I want a written formal apology for the Timmy War of Hose. 1812 and some Tim Hortons in this bitch. Timmy Hoes. Those, those are my requirements. Put, I mean, I don't like Dunkin's, but they put munchkins to fucking shame. So good. Oh, so, so good. good. Anyways, thank you for coming on the journey with me. What were we saying? We're talking about you going to Florida. Right. And I said, when I look at my husband, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) This is where we went. When I look at my husband and I'm like, we talk about our brains, like your brain on crack. Oh, yeah. And my brain is, I'm always thinking. Always. And I look at him and I'm like, what are you thinking about? And when he says nothing, I'm like, how? How? Exactly. How? 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 It literally makes sense. I was like, what are you, a fucking yogi? Mm, no, he's he's the Dalai Lama. What are what do you he's mean? He's a nothing? Tibetan monk. That I, what is, do you mean? 
what do you mean nothing? You're just literally just sitting there with nothing on your brain? He's I like, yeah, never. I was literally just sitting there not thinking of anything. I'm like, literally, there was not a single thing it, going That's your- an art form. That is an art form. Honestly, I don't know how it's possible. It doesn't feel like it should be possible. I don't know how to do that. Can't. I was literally Could getting never a massage me. and I was like, empty your brain, empty your brain, let the thoughts come in and let the thoughts come out. But you know how many fucking thoughts were coming through? So many thoughts. Oh my God. All the time. All the time. All the the wheels are like. Yeah. So yeah. how do you sit there with no thoughts in your head? I have at least 12 and a half in my head at it's all a, times. It's a simple existence. They're a simple people. They can't help it. They're born that way, Kate. Oh my gosh. It's, Sorry it's like, to any man listening to it's this. It's amazing. I really but like, apologize. Wow. But you're a bent over simpleton. That's what I call them. Bent over simpletons. Just <laughs> bent over and simple. That's... <laughs> Just let that image just sink in your brain. Okay. Foppish dandies. That's what they are. Just flipping through, skipping through the poppy fields. Just yeah. taking a sniff. <laughs> yeah. My wife. My, do you know how successful I would be in this life if I had a fucking wife who did everything in the world for me? She cooked. She cleaned. She took care of my kids. She took all my phone calls. She does all of the shit that I don't want to fucking do. Oh. My, I would be, I, you'd be. I would be the Florida man with the bottomless defense budget. Yeah, in a lab coat. In a lab coat. You also give him a lab coat. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you have to make him a professional. No one's gonna take him seriously if you don't give him a lab coat. All right. So this brings me brings us the way your brain works and processes love. Yes. Okay. So we talked about the love languages. Yes. We have. Or we're going to talk about them. Yeah, we're sorry. About we're, them. This show is going to be about your love language. And what's interesting. Yeah. We'll give a backstory. You, you, you talk about the backstory of the love languages. You know the good backstory? Like so the love like, languages are basically like your, how do you give love and how do you receive love? We're doing this in the shadow of Valentine's Day. It occurred to us after the fact, it's like, oh, we probably should have done something love centric for that week's show. But fuck it. Who cares? It's the month this of This is love. our show. If you don't fucking like it, you can leave. Yeah. Real loving. We're, we're off to a great start. Love languages are basically your way of expressing love and receiving love. So that means your love language may not be the same as your partner's love language. And reconciling those differences... And understanding what your partner needs and how they also give love is a big step in a successful relationship. For sure. What I found interesting about my love languages mm. is that I have taken, there's a quiz. Yes, so you, there you is. Go, it's a free quiz. You can go on 5 I'll post the link to, to the quiz in the notes of the show. Yes. Mm, look at us. And, and on the on Instagram the page. Yeah. <sighs> Sexual. So, Sex. when I took about love, <laughs> I took this quiz probably five years ago, six yeah. years ago, yeah. seven, whatever, years ago, I had different love languages than I do now. Interesting. So, I thought it would be interesting to like retake it because I feel like relationships change for sure after marriage People change yeah after children yep. you get older your priorities change life changes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I can't even fucking focus. The five love languages: quality time. Go ahead, do it. Go, go, go. Quality time. 
acts of service, yep. words of affirmation, mm. physical touch, and receiving gifts. Mm. My love languages used to be, in my past life, I guess, mm. was physical touch and words of affirmation. Those were like my top two. Okay. I actually think they may have even been tied. I wish I had a screenshot of it yeah. years ago. I don't, but that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. My husband has always been acts of service. Interesting. Meaning, my husband like, is also acts of service. I mean, like they do things for those who don't know about it. Like their way of showing love Misha and affection. does solve all of my problems. Is by doing things. He does. He's a pain in the ass, but he solves all of my shit. Yeah. Ryan is always right, which is super annoying. Oh, it's so annoying. And he does do things. So like, excuse me, for instance, yesterday... My inspection sticker is due in February. Do you know my inspection sticker is over two years out of date? Yeah, you've told me this. I got pulled over for it the other day. Oh. Well, I bought my car. We bought my car in October. So I always like to like push the envelope. Like, well, now I'm just going to get it done in November yeah. now. And oh, December. it's a game now. Yeah. But now that's no longer. You can't, know, you can't do that anymore. Why? Like, even if I were to get my inspection next month, it would still be February. Because they found out that people were scamming the system. It took them that long? I guess so. Whatever. I've been doing that since I've got my license. I know. So anyways, Ryan took my car. Oh, God. And we had just gotten back from a trip. The car was a disaster because we took the kids. There's like, you know, fucking like they play like catch the pretzel. See if you can catch the fucking pretzel in your mouth. My kids had a pirate's booty fight in my car the other day and it was trash. Yeah. So he took my car, got my inspection sticker, then took it to the car wash and clean my car. Wonderful. That is an act of service. Yes, for sure. And I was like, and he's like, just text me if the kids wake up from their nap early and need me to come home. But otherwise, I'll continue on this journey. Mm. Great. Do you know what Misha did for me? He fixed my credit score. <laughs> <laughs> I met him when I was tw- like 22. He's like, this needs some work. I'm like, yes, it does. He's like, I'll take care of it. That was his ultimate act of service. That is, an, that is an ultimate act of service. Now I have A++++ credit. Ryan also helped me with my credit story. Yeah. Like I was like, like, I remember I was just like a stupid fucking college student. Yeah. And my college, my college score, my credit score was just in the gutter. Yeah. And he was like, we can fix this. I remember being embarrassed to tell him my credit score. Yeah. Because Ryan's credit score was like 820 at the age of 20. Yeah. Misha, too. I was like, you're fucking stupid. Yep. I'm like, what? Have you not lived a life? Like, have you never, like, bought drugs with a credit card? Yeah. Like, how how are you living right now? Like, what have you done? Like, please, I need need some backstory here. Because it feels like we're not on the same page. (gasps) We're not speaking the same fucking And that is the real problem. (laughs) But anyways, my love languages now are quality time. At 30% and acts of service as a secondary. Interesting. And it's flip-flopped. Now physical touch is near the bottom. You know what? As it should be. Like, I don't want you touching me, motherfucker. Kids touch me all day. Yeah, I think that may change in like a couple months. Yes, but right now, you just had a baby. Yeah. For sure. Totally different story. So my number one... Mm -hmm. Is words of affirmation. Okay. And coming in at one point lower is physical touch. (laughs) Okay. But we're like at very different places, right? Like my youngest is 15, 16 months. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. So I didn't take the test again like in the... Interim? In the interim. Yeah. Yeah, I took it once like way, way, way back in the day. 
or like, like at least a few years ago. And then I took it once like very recently. And it's the same for me, but I don't know that it had, it, it, you know, had changed in the interim. Yeah. But I think it's important to understand that no matter what your what your preferred love language is, like, what does that mean? So, Kate, do number one. What's my love language? Do your love languages. What do they mean? Because we have different ones. Okay. So, like, what does the quality time mean? Like, what do you feel you need based on your love language? Okay. So, my top love language is quality time. On three points lower was acts of service. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like for me right now in my in my life – with our three young kids and thinking about going back to work and what the household, how it will be divided. Yeah. I think is like wanting to first spend quality time with each other. So that means like one-on-one, it doesn't need to be like going out to dinner or Just whatever. Connecting. It's like connecting. Just sitting, yeah. being in your presence, connecting to you. Which I found really interesting because I'm the one that's more on my phone and like more sometimes disengaged in those moments where we can be more engaged. Like sure. at nighttime when you're sitting on the couch and watching TV, like yeah. there can be times that you can have quality time in those moments. Yeah. And so that's when I'm like, Oh, will you like rub my feet? Will you like hold me? Mm-hmm. You know? So I think some of that is the physical touch. I was saying, cause that's what I do. <laughs> but it's like, I think it's, it's just like that quality time, which is the two of us where we're like in the moment and not having as many like external distractions. Sure. Yeah. And then the acts of service, I think, comes down to, like, the division of household tasks. Okay. And just, you know, doing versus being asked. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Anticipating needs. And I think Ryan does a really great job at it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times why he, he already, he does anticipate the needs, but he doesn't know how to execute the action to take care of the need. Right. Because he's not sure if he then steps in and does something that he thinks needs to be done in that moment Mm. if it's going to like screw up my train of thought and my list and whatever right he doesn't know where to pick up right fine i get it like that's hard that's a hard that's a hard line of communication to keep open when i'm because it requires it constantly right to know where you are and what you're doing and what i need to do and where can i fit in yeah that requires literally constant communication which is I mean, damn near impossible when you're, like, trying to get kids out the door and trying to get, like, here, there, and everywhere and, you know, dinner done and baths were and, you know, all the things. Yeah. It's really hard to fit in to those places. I get it. So those are, like, that's what, when I view my love languages, when I saw those come up yeah. today or whatever, I was like, okay, this makes sense because this is what I'm looking for in this very moment in time. Yep. I get it. I get it. Okay, so mine are, like I said, words of affirmation, number one. So for me, I am a very verbal person. I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I'm very social. I I connect to people in a verbal way, first and foremost. So I think that I need a lot of verbal communication. I need a lot of direct communication. Like your communication to be reciprocated back to you. Yes. So I need to like be able to like very deeply discuss things with people. Um, And I need to also hear, like if I'm like going through something difficult or if I'm looking for a little bit of an extra, uh, just like some 
some affirmation that I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing a good job. Like I need that communicated verbally. It's not like a pat on the back. It's not being presented with a gift. Like I need a, you're doing a good job, honey. Calm down. You're doing a good job. Like I need those things communicated verbally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my second love language is physical touch. So I need a lot of just like, I need physical contact. I do. I don't know if I was just not held enough as a child or like what the fuck it is. But I was like, I need physical touch. I'm always like, we're always in the kitchen. Like Misha will be standing there, you know, putting his dinner together and I'll be washing a dish or whatever. I'm like, can I have a hug? And I, you know, he gives me a hug and I'm like, oh, this feels like just chicken soup in my soul. I need that. I need the yeah. physical touch. Mm-hmm. I need the like cuddling on the couch. I need the PDA. I need the like tap on the ass when he walks by. The petting. I the need love. the penetration in the vagine. <laughs> like I do. I need I need physical elements in my life. Yeah. Um and I think that it comes I, – I think that, that for me, I don't know why. I don't know why I associate more with that. I think because I get a lot of words of affirmation from especially my husband, right? Like I think these – it's important to understand that these love languages are not just with your spouse, but I think that's how a lot of people view them. Yeah, right. Is that it's just with your significant other. It's not. It's how you receive love from your friends. It's how you receive love from parents. It's how you receive love from other family members. Yeah. From people in general. Obviously, my husband is the only one I'm physically connecting with. Well, and that I mean, sense. I guess like outside of a handshake. I don't know. I think I always associate physical touch with sexual physical yeah. touch. And I, I'm a lot of things, but unfaithful is not one of them. So... The only person I'm interacting with in that way is my husband. And I think that that's a big part of... But I think that the love language of physical touch also talks about, like, you can view it as, like, people who, like, hugging and being I say I'm a big hug. That's what I, was yeah. just, I was getting to. I was like, Sorry. I'm a big hugger. I, I will No, 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 no. No, you didn't. I was rambling there. But, like, I'm a big hugger. I kiss everybody. Yeah. I squeeze. I'm like, I love you so much. Like, I will come up behind you and put my head like my head on your shoulder and nuzzle a little bit like a fucking weirdo um but that's just who I am and that's that is not only how I receive love but it is also how I express it mm-hmm. um I think a big way I also express love which is the kind of the other side of this coin is yep. um I'm a gift giver mm. and by gifts I mean like I will feed you or I will actually give you a gift speaking of gifts where, okay, hold on. Let me pull up my email real quick and track this shit. <laughs> that just dawned on me. I still have not given Kate her fucking Christmas present. It has been somewhere in Wuhan, China for the last six months. Okay, we're going to get to this later. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to fucking find it. <laughs> Don't fail me now, Vistaprint. I swear to God, you're a reputable publicly traded company. If you do me dirty... I will never buy your mugs again. And that is a threat. Okay? That is a threat. Or your business cards. Or your business cards. Or anything from you. Your signs. Your your lawn signs. Anyway, the other part, like I said, the other part of it is is how you express love. And I'm a gift giver. I like to give people really, really meaningful gifts. Like, for example, we talked about last week, my goddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
goddaughter's mother. I won't say your name because, again, you're a professional and I don't want you entangled with this smut. Please turn off your radio now. Please turn it off. Three, two, one. So for my godchild, so my my friend is Armenian. Her parents are from Armenia. She was born there. She was born in Azerbaijan, whatever. Lots of things happened in that region during the time she was born. She came to this country when she was about nine. Um, but her family is ethnically Armenian. She is Armenian Orthodox Catholic. So I am sourcing a religious artifact from Armenia I'm literally, it's literally taking three people in three different countries. I'm talking to a priest. You want to see this? Ready? In my WhatsApp? <laughs> okay. Ready? Where it is? Where is it? How did you even find this? Or Dude. think of this? Okay. Or- do you want to hear the story? So look, I'm talking to this man. Oh, that's a different language. It's Armenian. Yeah. WhatsApp. That's my child. She's coughing. She's fine. Um... I found her grandfather's obituary. Okay. I found out where he was from in Armenia. I found the basilica that is in that region. I contacted the priest via Instagram. I contacted like the church's page via Instagram. That person who runs that account gave me the priest's number. I wrote a letter to the priest him and I were going back and forth for some time. And he's like, I just want to make sure I understand you correctly. So he contacted his friend who lives in Canada, who then called me to speak to me in English to clarify what it was that I wanted. And she's reporting back to him. And now he is sending me an item from the church to give to my goddaughter for her baptism. Dead serious. That's what's happening. That's incredible. I give very meaningful gifts. Like I don't get like, especially for something like that, like a baptism or something, you know, monumental, like some occasion in your life. Like I really, really think through. Are you fucking crying? No, 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 no. I, I like really think through like the most like meaningful thing that I could give to you. Something that really represents what this means to you or means to me or means to us like collectively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that is how I express love a lot of the times. Otherwise I will just say it. I also often go on tirades about how much I love you <laughs> or this person or that person, or I love this about you and I will go on and I will tell you. Um, I generally don't, like I said, I don't, uh, enjoy spending a lot of time with people because I find them annoying. I mean, like, too much of a good thing, right? But that's not really it. It's just that I also need my solitude. Right, Like, I, like, really retreat into myself. It's funny because people view me as such an extrovert, but I have – I'm, like, Jekyll and Hyde. Either I'm super extroverted, really engaged, really involved, or I'm a complete isolationist. And I try and walk the line between the two. So either I, like I'm very extroverted, but then I really need the downtime. Like, Do you think by that happened myself. before you were a parent? Were you always like that? Before I was you always became- like that. Okay, always. Mm-hmm. Yep, always. I truly appreciate my solitude as well. I love it. And I it. think like I 
find that I'm pretty extroverted. But You're very extroverted. Yeah, yeah. But I think that there's like moments. Mm-hmm. Literally this past weekend, I said to Ryan, I was like, I do not want another celebration for myself. I don't want any physical gifts. Mm-hmm. I literally just want for every future occasion where you think about buying me a gift, I want a night away in a cold, dark room. Yeah. And not to wake up in the presence of a single soul that I know. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's like that solitude moments. Like there's like that's times- gifts. Yeah. That's a gift. Yeah. Like when yeah, I- mama likes that too. That's yeah. on my list. Yeah. I mean, that might be number three. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't need you to do shit for me and I don't need uh, a lot of time. I need the time to be quality, but not like voluminous. Yeah. Right. Right. But mama likes gifts. Mama likes gifts. I do. I like them. I like to collect things. It doesn't have to be like extra. Like one of the things my husband gets me a lot. I don't want gifts. Is he gets me like historical artifacts, which speaks to me on multiple levels. Right. Yes. Yes. Like he got me these Peruvian hairpins from like the 1500s that I'm obsessed with. That statue over there is like 5,000 years old from Egypt. Like, these are gifts that I get, and those are the ones that I want. In general, I prefer, like, again, meaningful gifts. But there are some other things that are very materialistic that I do like. But they're collector's items, and I don't like them for the material value. I like them for, like, the collectible value. Okay. Like, I have beautiful, beautiful things that I don't ever bring out because I'm like, you're, I, I just want you. You're meant you, to be looked at. You're meant to be looked at. Like, Misha, last year for Christmas, got me this, like, insane Chanel bag that I have maybe worn twice. It's not about like the oh, look what I have. It's like I just I know the history of this bag. I know why Coco Chanel created it. I know why it was such a thing in spring summer 2020. I'm sorry, 2012. Like I know like I know the history behind it. I like meaningful things that are also annoyingly bougie for my husband. I'm sorry, honey, but that's just who I am. Yeah. <laughs> You're really a mix. It's sometimes I am wild. really I am yeah. a very the Jekyll, very the mixed yeah. bag of all kinds of crazy shit. Like I just <laughs> broke into a ten minute soliloquy about the military, the impending military Wait, invasion of America, and how and why it cannot work. And now I'm talking about Chanel and Hermes. I know I'm fucking weird. We well, t- we could do we could do a show on. My brain chemistry. Like, I'll go have a scan done. We can do the whole thing. We yeah. can both do that. We, we can report live from your From, your from my neurologist's office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know what? You're broken. Yeah. Like, beyond repair. <laughs> and probably should be institutionalized. He's like, there's some odd white, uh, bright spots yeah, in this like, region. I've never seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> Calls 911. Yeah. This Get, bitch needs to be locked up. Yeah. Get locked up, can't let me out. Don't let me out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I interrupted you. No, I don't even remember where my thoughts were. You were talking about Oh, I just said like I don't want I don't want gifts. I don't yeah. want celebrations. Yes, like, if at any point. In like time. I like I like like the the gift away. Yeah. Or like a trip. A trip. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like for me. And that's what like we used to do for gifts. Mm-hmm. Like I would like get Ryan for like birthday and Christmas. I would like print out 
like an excursion a weekend away we're gonna go on a weekend away here and this is the excursion we're gonna do and i would like plan an entire thing and that would be like his christmas gift or that's his a gift. great gift because that is a fantastic gift. i used to buy him material gifts mm-hmm. and they literally just sat there i feel like men it's hard like men it's really hard to buy a material gift if that's like their love language if that's their love language and the chances are they're probably like into watches or they're really into golf and like there are things like there are physical items associated with what it is that their passions are yeah and that's probably why their love language is what it is also um if your dude takes a love language test and his number one love language is gifts red flag run away anyway that's neither here nor there. I'm not trying to shame anybody's love language or whatever. Yeah, but like I have gotten gifts for Ryan and then I stopped for a while because it was like annoying yeah. to like get him a gift and then have it sit there. Yeah. And that just had like I got like a f- kind of like a joke funny gift for Christmas from like the kids and I mm-hmm. for him because I bought myself my own gifts for Christmas. Yeah. And it's still sitting there. Hasn't really? Been opened. Yeah, that would drive me nuts. That would drive me nuts. I always ask Misha for, like, clues. Like, I have a running list. Like, anytime I see, like, an Instagram ad or something that I think he would like, like, this man never buys clothes for himself, ever. So now I have, like, a list of brands that, like, I will, because he's a big, he's a big boy that have clothes that fit him, like, big and tall, because he needs a very, like, long shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, a very specific kind of pant. He's a big dude. I have, like, a running list of brands that I will buy him clothes from. Okay. Because he never buys clothes for himself. Um, Like, when I went to Alabama, I got him this, like, pullover. And he loved it. He wears it all the time. Because that's who he is. He's got, like, real retired football coach aesthetic vibes yes yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean no i get it i get it i feel it um he's not a sweater vest dude he's not a finance bro he doesn't wear a patagonia never was a hat no sunglasses but like athletic wear is his vibe yeah it's ryan too but he does wear a patagonia never never this man he literally got gifted a patagonia and gave it to me Uh, like what am i gonna do with a 3x patagonia i mean he loves his patagonia that i think he now has it in like three colors (coughs) never not his thing misha's like real retired football coach vibes that's that's him but when you're saying your love language, like you don't prefer gifts, how is it possible for like, is there any get like we're thinking of gift giving, we're thinking of expressions of love, gift of time. I think a lot. Right. So I'm just saying like, so I think a lot of people associate how they express love with like Christmas and Valentine's Day and your birthday mm. and like the mm. big things that they can do. So you as someone who is, you know, quality time and acts of service what is a gift that someone could give you or that Ryan could give you that would kind of check all of those boxes? Could you think of anything? Yeah. It would be like, so like he typically does let me like sleep in most days, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, I get to sleep like an extra hour or something, but it would be like, uh, a, why don't you sleep in? I'll get the kids up and out the door and go somewhere. Oh, God bless. Like, that would be a gift. Oh. A gift for, like, quality time with myself. 
<laughs> so Amen. like quality time, like by yourself, meaning like, okay, uh, uh, something for self-care, like a, a gift of a massage, a gift of, so that you go do this thing mm-hmm. and, and I will I'll pick cover everything else. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's Got where it. like the, the act of service comes in. So like, I'm going to take care of all of these things mm-hmm. while you get quality time to yourself. Got it. So how do you feel that you show love? So that's why I thought the love language test was interesting this time around. Mm-hmm. When I say that those two love languages were the top, I should let you know that my percentages were like 30, 27, 25. And like yeah, 20, they were they, all they, they were close very, together. very close together. Mm-hmm. 30, 27, 23, and 20%. So like very close. Yeah. I am definitely – that's why I thought – it was odd that physical touch was so low is because I'm definitely like a touchy feely person. Like when you say, yeah. Oh, I just want to hug or like, I just want to sit close to you. Like, that's what I do. Yeah. Like we'll be like staying in the kitchen, making the kids dinner or whatever. And I'm like, can I have a hug? And he's, and then he'll like give me a hug. And I'm like, that wasn't a good one. And they like, like deign to give you a hug. But then it's like, like I have just a microwave. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, but then I'm going to give you a good hug. And then you're just going to ask for another hug. Cause that hug was so good. Yes. I too much of a good thing said so no one ever. Yeah. What? But I think I'm definitely a, a physical touch person when it comes to showing my love. Yeah. Same. And gifts. I'm also a doer. Like so I probably probably show by acts of service as well. Like I feel like mm, yeah, I get that. I show by acts of service. It like depends, when the going it depends get- on who it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Which show. probably explains why my numbers were so close together and yeah. could probably be so interchangeable. Like, I definitely show by physical touch, like, with Ryan, but I also think a physical touch is, like, hugging and... Yeah, for sure. And it like is. rubbing your shoulders when you're feeling down or, like, a yeah. good, like, hug with a back scratch. You know, that's... I definitely am that. And I'm yeah. with that with, like, friends and family as well. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I mean, I think it's really important for everybody to know theirs and also what your partner's are, is, what your partner's is. So, and how to receive love so and that how you to receive can love. fulfill and, that I mean, part. like, it's something that should be talked about. I think that, you know, it's really funny because I think it got, there was a moment, I, I don't know if you remember this, a couple years back where love languages became a really big thing mm-hmm. in the fundamental Christian community. I mean, like the Duggars. So everybody started oh. poo-pooing the love languages. Like, oh, this is some crazy bobble-thumping shit. We ain't doing this no more. This is about... It's like, no. It just, like, fund- like say what you want about fundamental Christians, and Lord knows, I mean, they have no real, like, safe harbor here. I'm not yeah. defending them. <laughs> like, it's insanity, but that's fine. Yeah. Do you, boo? We love a religious queen. Anyway, they do like real intense pre-marital education. Yes, I mean. Very intense, like more so than like Catholics do. Like if you're like a Southern Baptist, you go to weeks, months of like depending on like where your family's uh, allegiances lie, like you can go to months of marriage like pre-marriage counseling mm-hmm. before you get married before you and, even like touch yeah 
yeah. that's like a whole nother thing. Uh, but like a whole nother thing. Yeah. But like hold hands touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, people don't hold hands. It's yeah. insane. Anyway, they do uh, a lot of work on the love languages. Mm. And I remember that that news got around to all of, you know, the people. And everyone started like really kind of hating on the love languages. But the science behind it is valid. Like you really can kind of drop everybody's love language into one of five buckets. And I think people mm-hmm. receive love in a certain way. You give love in a certain way. So go figure out yours, figure out your partners and talk about it. Yeah. And ask specific questions. Hey, what can I do based on your words of affirmation love language that would make you feel more heard, seen, loved, connected what can i do based on your acts of service that would make you feel all these things and vice versa you should be able to talk to your partner yeah for sure lots of communication what do you got going on this week besides uh spending some quality time with the family in florida in florida where there won't be an invasion where there will not be an invasion (laughs) because it's impossible (coughs) what are they going to come through the everglades they might absolutely not they're going to ride in on the back of a of a wind boat, a fan boat. I was going to say a crocodile, but it's alligators. Crocodiles with laser beams attached to their heads? Yeah. No, they're going to surfboard in Hong Kong. Crikey! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I, I don't know what well, she just did. Kate just had a seizure. I got to go. <laughs> Kate's got to go. She has a plane to catch. I have um, Sky Daddy to talk to. It is almost my bedtime. Uh, We love y'all, and we will see y'all next week. Peace out, motherfuckers. Bye, motherfuckers. (laughs)